Welcome to this edition of Applaudable Perspectives. And I have a special guest who stopped by my office today on beautiful Historic Music Row. Chris, introduce yourself and tell him what you tell everybody what you do. And I mean, you've been helping us for years and greatly appreciate your prowess and expertise. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Chris Jones, and I own a company called Computer and Communications Innovations, and we've been around for uh, like 28 years, something like that, in a couple different names, um, you know, but I've owned, owned the business the entire time. I was on Music Row here for over, it was about 15 years. Wow. We were actually in, um, in the UA Tower for like 12 so, which is no more, no, along with so much no, of Music Row, gone. it is no more. But I love that building. It was so funky and fun, wasn't it? That was a cool building, and the parking well, down there was cool. Well, do you know it was built to replicate the Capitol yep. building in LA? Yep, which was really cool. Yep, it was good. I'm, I wish they had saved it, but they did have some problems with the building. But anyway, yeah, I knew the owner, but uh, uh, Lineberry. So yeah, yeah, I knew him, but yeah. Great, cool. great views, man, from that building. It was, and I was on like the twelfth floor, tenth floor. And innovative, like you, yeah. you, everyone knew where you were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, you, you, no one could get lost. You just tell them go to the tower. Exactly. Uh, now, exactly. now we have lots of tall structures around Music Row, but yeah. at the time, that was quite a monument. That was the build. That actually had a restaurant on the first floor, and it was. I remember. It was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was very um, urban at yeah. the time, right? It, yeah. it felt very urban. And then there was like seating outside, and could, there was a couple tables and stuff on the outside. Yeah, yeah I, I used to ride up the elevator, like Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, uh, just gobs of people were going up and down that elevator at one time. So there you go. That's cool. Really cool. So now you've uh, you were living in Franklin, yep. and we met through some uh, mutual customers that you work with and then now you live in Lebanon yep. and I yep. love I love Lebanon yeah actually the business is based in Lebanon yeah we actually we were in Franklin then we went to, uh, down to uh, Music Row here and then Hermitage and then moved everything to Lebanon so but you were just we were just talking about the Lebanon Fair which I love it's now the state fair yeah and one of your passions is classic cars. Yep. So tell what happened this weekend. How cool is this? Yep. There was about 300 cars, and there was about 40 classes. And I, I won the street rod division. I have three or four cars, four. And uh, I've got a 32 Ford hot rod, not original, that I won that class in. And that's a... Pretty hard class to win in, so. And I Congratulations! Won, won what that, did you so. win aside from a just trophy and stuff? Oh, wait, cool. Yeah. Now, do you work on the cars yourself? Yep. Or do you Do yep. you really? I actually, I actually have a shop in Lebanon and with a lift and. You're amazing. And everything, so yeah. Very cool. Build them, work on them, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So, do you only do yourself your own cars, I do or do you stuff work with other people once in a while? But. But mostly my own. I, I don't have a business to do it, so you know, we, mm -hmm. we just, you know, I've, it's been a hobby since my dad was a hot rider a long time ago, and I, I've been 
doing that for years and years and years. Do you so, drive the cars, or are they yeah. basically pristine in a garage? Well, I've, I've got that 32 is pristine. It doesn't come out much, and I'm actually taking it up to a big show in Illinois in a couple of weeks. And some of my cars are, are, you know, not as pristine, and I drive them a lot. So. Yeah. But yeah. I drive everything I have. So you I know, love I, it. I don't just. So you enjoy them. They're oh, not just them. in mothballs. I, sit and stare at them. You and Jay Leno and uh, Alan Jackson, right? Yeah, I love cars. Very cool. Have you always, like as a kid, you just love cars? Always. My dad, I've always, I always went to races and I always went to car shows and my dad built cars and, you know, I've just always been around cars. So you're just really nerdy. Like you're just, you're a real left brain kind of guy. Yeah, pretty nerdy, yeah. But I love that about you because I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm more... I don't know. I'm sort of right brain, left brain, but yeah. but you're very creative too. Yeah. No. No. I'm actually pretty nerdy. I'm. I'm actually. Actually. Uh, um, everybody thinks I'm mad. You know. Sometimes. You know. A lot of the times. But I'm just. I think you're a I'm teddy just nerdy bear. And I'm just think. You know. I just think. You know. I'm. I'm always in the thinking mode. So you know. That's the whole. Well, I love entrepreneurs, and and you're very fun. Like you always like. We always call you, and it's always. A problem, and you always help us with the computer. It's like, Chris, I need you, we please, try. please. We try. So, tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you made your way to Middle Tennessee. Are you from Middle Tennessee? No. Most people are not from Middle no, Tennessee. I'm actually, but I've lived here. Uh, my oldest daughter's 33, uh-huh. 34. Um, lived here in Tennessee like 34, 35 years. Right. Um, I actually was born and raised in the Quad Cities in, in Moline, Illinois. Okay. And um, I worked for uh, my first job out of high school. I didn't go to college. My first job out of high school, I worked for a cable TV company. And I kind of went up the ranks and was a supervisor, you know, by the time I was like 19 or 20. And moved to Florida doing cable TV, moved back to Illinois, and then moved to Florida I moved back to Florida and was in the cable TV business for the first, you know, 15 years or whatever. And, and uh, I built cable TV systems. I was... Wow. I didn't have an engineering degree, but I was doing engineering work, you know, building cable systems. Just and, self-taught. Yep, just self-taught. And then I, I And did actually, you have mentors? Did you, were you shadowing people, of course? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I actually become a, a general manager of a couple systems here in Tennessee and lived in like 18 locations rebuilding cable TV systems in Franklin including wow and uh, uh, where you live and um, and then I got sick of it and kind of started my own computer consulting back in the mid 90s just kind of going door to door huh you know and then and then started. that's how you built your business yeah. like literally just started yeah, going door to door wow actually my first client I've still I just talked to her on the phone Last night we still we still do all their work, you know. So I love you know, it. I've got, I've got a lot of clients that we had that, you know, that long ago. So, well, I mean, you're indis- indispensable. I mean, everybody needs a computer to work. So yeah. it's like, I mean, you're like, that's it, man. You, yeah. Well, that business has changed the, so much. The though, dependability. Because, yeah. You know and, the professionalism. Because before we used to have to go out to clients all the time. You know, I had vehicles for all my employees because, you know, we were driving everywhere, but now everything's remote. You know, I, some of my people work from home, some work from my office, and, you know, we do all the work that way. So, uh-huh. you know, I mean, we still go out and do stuff, but 
you know, it's it, it's one of those things that uh, um, that you know, say we, a little prayer, whoever, exactly. You know, we can do uh, we can do everything remotely, so it works out good. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's better for my clients. So now, how did you? weather COVID did did your business change a lot I mean or since you work remotely no it, 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 it I mean it did hurt us there for a little while and you know but we've got um, we've got clients of the size that you know most of their employees had to move home you know and, and we had to help them move home and, yes and you know do all that kind of stuff that way and, and it worked out okay I mean it was rough but you know, I we kind of got through it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it was, and and we actually had we have government employees too. So you know we, you know the government employees would have to go into the office. You know we'd have to do their work. You know work on their systems. They take them back home, and you know that's that's kind of how we got through all that. And then you, you're obviously with government in particular, you have all those firewalls and, and for yeah. security. And yeah. do you? deal with people that have been hacked i mean i know we had a yeah, problem all the time. years ago that you helped us with all the time we, we we get people that you know pick up the wrong phone number off the internet you know they'll they'll say they'll have a, a peach tree problem peach tree accounting they'll go out and they'll google peach tree accounting they'll dial the wrong phone number this actually just happened the other day they dialed the wrong phone number they got somebody on the phone and they actually convinced my client to spend seven thousand dollars on Peachtree and they actually wrote him a check and oh goodness and and I told them why didn't you you know get with us first and and they just I don't know that but it happens I I had a client recently that um, they were spoofing emails which means send an email to somebody else and they they actually convinced an accountant to transfer $525,000 to a bank up in Cincinnati and this person got away with like 350 350,000 and uh you know but what are your tips when people do cuz you know you're you're dealing with sophisticated business people these yeah, are not stupid people yep. so so what are some of the uh the things to look for, if you can warn people, what would you tell them to do? Obviously, have as many firewalls as you can, upgrade yep. your system on a regular basis. But what else would you say? Um, just don't trust emails. You know, if if you have any question about an email that comes in, call them. You know, um, like w- w- there's a lot of scams that go on where people send an email, they spoof it as. Um, their bank account changed, you know, for an employee, and you know they'll get somebody to change their 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 routing number, you know, the routing number and, and account numbers. You know, don't don't take for granted an email. Call, pick up the phone yeah. because that that's what happens most of the time. And don't click on stuff in an email because when you click on stuff, you know, um, there's a lot of malware and ransomware. You know, the malware actually gets into like 365 or, or, or Google apps and, you know, lets them have entry into all your email. Then they see all your email mm-hmm. and they see how it's routed and that's kind of how they, how they do all that. And, mm-hmm. and people just don't, they're, 
still too trusting, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and you can't be trusting. You have to be careful of solicitation of business yeah, too. That yeah. I mean, I get a lot of solicitation of people yeah. wanting to work with us. Yeah. And some of it looks like, well, yeah, yeah I, I want some more business leads. That sounds good. You that's know? right. That's exactly that. That's exactly what happens. But, but just don't trust email. I mean, I can't say that enough. I tell people that every day, and we still have the same, you know, calls where people will give somebody a credit card number, you know, and it was a spoofed email, or, you know, and it's just crazy the way it works. Mm -hmm. It's it's every it's probably once a week. We actually have that happen with our clients. Well, and our, I think it's very hard to prosecute. It's very hard to collect. It's impossible. I mean, you're, it's like, it's impossible. see you later. You're right. You know? it's, it's completely impossible. You know, you're, you're not going to see your money again. You know, as picky as people are, you'd think that they would be so much, you know, they, they would check into things a lot deeper, but mm. they just don't. They mm -hmm. just, they just you know, hand over the money or write a check or, and I'm just like, dang, you know, it's crazy. So you don't just fix and set up computers mm -hmm. for people. So talk yeah. a little bit about the other services that you provide, which I just learned this. I mean, I've known you for years. I didn't realize yeah. you did all this. Yeah, we, we do computer consulting. You know, we take care of servers and and do all that kind of work. And you'll go uh, buy computers for people. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 we have accounts with like Ingram and you know other suppliers and we actually we we resell and um, and and we also do cabling um, low voltage cabling which is all the network cabling in your office which right. is completely necessary because wireless sometimes works you know sometimes you have issues with it you know depending on how it was set up. And, um, you know, but we, we do that. Plus, we, we have an online coffee business that we originated called Hot Rods Coffee. And it's wonder where you got that name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's, uh, it's R O D Z. It's Hot Rods with a Z, coffee.com. So it's only purchased online. Yep. And where do you get the coffee? Where does it come actually, from? Talk actually, it comes from a local supplier here. Actually, from two suppliers here locally, and they they blend some stuff for us, and we we actually have our own um, our own you know named uh, coffee. And now, Chris, you don't drink coffee though. Do well, you? well, I actually drink cold coffee. Oh, you drink cold? A coffee? lot of cold coffee. Okay, so I ice coffee. I don't like, I mean, I love tea, but I like it cold. I love coffee, but I like it cold. So. See, my grandfather was the first person I ever saw drink cold coffee. Oh, I love it. And he would put cream in it yeah. and sweetener. Yeah. And I tasted it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like a melted ice cream, like yeah. coffee ice cream. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. It's good. So when I drink, typically when I have hot coffee, I put cream in it yeah. or milk in it or whatever. Yeah. When I drink cold coffee, I have to put some sweetener in it. It's just yeah. because I got used to drinking it with my granddad, you yeah. know. Isn't that fun? No, I. I, I so you do really the cold like brew. It. You like the cold. Well, brew? yeah, yeah, I do. And we're actually coming out with our own cold brew here pretty soon. We're working on that now. So. Well, we're cool. But but yeah, that's. When that's, did you start your company? When did you start um, Hot Rods? We actually started designing Hot Rods coffee like about three months ago, and it just went live about probably four weeks ago, three to four weeks ago. So very cool. You know, and it's it's starting to pick up and it's selling and you know so. You know, I don't know if we're going to be coffee entrepreneurs, but you know. So, do you have any retail outlets? Like, if people go, no, to, you, no, you don't want to do no, that. 
I don't it's strictly want, online. No, because, you know, the. I, I've always said, like, the biggest retailers, you know, Walmart stays in business. Kmart, Sears, Toys R Us, you know, they all seem to go out of business. You know, mm -hmm. retail is dying, I think, you know, for a couple different reasons. And, you know, brick and mortar retail, but. I, I, I like the online business. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a kid, I used to love Sears catalog and oh, I'd yeah. order, and that kind of ages me. But, but you know, now I order stuff, and, and it's kind of the same thing. I love when it comes in. I love, you know, so. It's like, pres it's like Christmas, exactly. right? Exactly. Every, yeah. you know, that's, that's I never, exactly. like, I don't have Amazon. Well, I guess I technically do, but every once in a while I order something, and I'm always yeah. happy. And then I, sometimes I'll order, and I'm like, what the heck did I order? And I remember, uh, and then it comes, and it's like, oh, it's like a present. <laughs> I'm the same, that's sad to say, but. I'm the same way. Like I'll I'll forget what I order. Something will come in. I'm like, what in the world did I order? Yeah. And then you know, and then it's it's something I actually wanted. You really so, wanted, yeah. You yeah, know, well, but but if I had to think back over the last three months, what I ordered off Amazon, I probably couldn't name thirty things, twenty things. Uh huh. You know, because you order so much. Yeah, I try not to be too conspicuous, too much of a conspicuous consumer, but there's. Yeah, you know, once in a while, like especially when there's a sale, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my goodness, I know what that would cost if yeah. I went to buy it." So I'll buy things like that. Exactly. So you do you do some social media work yep. as well? Yep, yep, yeah. We do. Uh, we actually do web design and social media also, and uh, we we've got a web team that you know builds websites and and does social media for our clients mm -hmm. and. You know, you know, for for actual ranking, you know, for for website ranking. Mm -hmm. So, and it works out good, you mm -hmm. know, because there's a lot to that, you know, with keywords and and all that type of stuff off of uh, off websites. It's super important for ranking. Yes. So. You know, Search you, engine optimization. Yep. Yep. Which anymore they're kind of getting rid of SEO, the name, and you know it's. Nobody really knows what name they're going to, though. But they're they keep saying like SEO is dead. But it's, why do I have to change everything? Like Angie's uh, list is uh, Angie now, uh, and it, like uh, <laughs> Facebook is no longer Facebook. Uh, I mean, it's like it's what the a, heck? It's like it's you got a brand. Reboot. You know the reboot. That, that's the problem. But it's working. Like Every, why? Everybody why change wants it? to reboot. Well, look at Amazon. They've never changed. Exactly. Look at Walmart. They've really never look changed. Look at Crest toothpaste. Look exactly. at Marlboro cigarettes. Look exactly. at Coca-Cola. I mean, I mean, when they did change, they got clobbered. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's exactly right. Now, do you use AI daily? We actually. How do you implement? We we actually use AI for some of our writing. Um, you know, we we use it for some of our blogs. We use it for. You know, if we got to do a press release, if we got to do, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, documentation on something, you know, we use Chat GPT, and you know, I've got it on my phone, I've got it on, you know, desktops, and it's fantastic. And Elon Musk is coming out with that new one now. That's supposed to be really good, but, but I can see where it's dangerous. Yeah, you know, because it's, because it's sports writers sword. are using it, songwriters are using it. You know, and and I I can I can see where it's kind of it's dangerous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Totally, you know, especially in your business, you know, it's like, is that song real or is it, you know, or is it like, is it AI? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and I've talked to some songwriters and they actually they use it, 
you know, they may not write the whole song, but they may get some you know, ideas. Portions. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. ideas. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. When you're staring at a blank piece of paper, yeah. it helps. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, gives them that start. Or if you're on, so. a, you have a publishing deal and you're behind. Yeah, <laughs> you're behind and exactly. submitting songs. You know. Yeah, but um, but but the dangers in that, I, I I can see the, you know. You touched a little bit about as uh, how your business has changed, and mm -hmm. like my business, and we do some of the same things, and yeah. we're, we're going to work together on some things yeah. together down the road. Um, do you? How is your? How is I guess how have your customers changed? Maybe we how how have you seen your business change, and how have you seen Nashville change? You've moved around a lot. I mean, yeah. I've I've pretty much I've lived in East Nashville, and I've lived in Franklin, and that's it. Yeah. I don't. I don't like to pack. I don't like to. I, hate <laughs> I don't like uh, to pack and move particularly. Um, yeah, uh, it's changed a lot, but clients have a they have a hard time changing though. You know, you have to really, you know, you got to kind of push them. You know, because so much before was server based. Now a lot of it's cloud based. Mm -hmm. You know, and we tell people they need to go to the cloud, and they're like, I don't want to go to the cloud. You know, I don't trust it, but. You know, Microsoft really hasn't had any big hacks. Google really hadn't had any big hacks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of like walking up to the ATM machine or, you know, doing your banking online. I think everybody does their banking online. So, you know, that's where you just kind of got to get used to it and, mm -hmm. and go to the cloud. I mean, that's, that's just the way it's all going. Mm -hmm. Everything's going that way. That's mm -hmm. the, that's the. Like today, we're out at a client right now. One of my guys just called me, and uh, he's he's removing a server from a client's office, and and we're copying all the data up to the cloud. I've got two more clients in the same building that we're removing two big servers, and you know copying and moving all the data up to the cloud. So it, it's it's happening every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and this business changes every day and that's why when I wake up in the morning it's always like you got to think of new things to do you know because a lot of the computer MSPs are having a hard time right now because mm. it's because stuff changes mm -hmm. just by the hour you, you know? have to keep up with trends yeah and you a, have to continue to to introduce and um, provide various services for yeah. your clients. I mean, we, we, we are not just music. People think we're just music, That's but right. we're largely music and I would say intellectual property, but yeah. we've done a ton, we've done entrepreneurs. I mean, we could help you with your coffee company, yeah. for example. Exactly. That's, we've done a lot of product, a lot of branding and want to do more of that. Exactly. And I started doing that years ago because there were fewer record labels. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, everything changed. There were 360 deals that came out and, and, everything kind of got a little bit more consolidated. Yeah. So it's like, well, if I can market a record, I can market a restaurant. Yeah. I can market a museum. Yeah. I can do special events. I can do a book. Someone's got a book that they want to market. We can do that as well. Yeah. Why not? Marketing is marketing. Branding is branding. Yeah. And it's just getting, cultivating the right message and getting it out there and listening to your clients, really. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> You're kind of you're you're somebody that I really look up to and always. Oh have. please, you! No, I, no, you are no, so darn no, smart. Are no, you and kidding me? I'm not me? saying it because I'm on this podcast. You know, I mean, I know the people that you have, you have, you know, Garth Brooks and you know all the other entertainers that you've brought up in the ranks, and 
you know, I, I, I always follow everything that you do on the internet, and I, I look for news articles. You and, are so kind. You no, know, and I'm not saying that, and again, I'm not saying it because I'm on here, but that's just, you know, I've always respected what you've done, because I know a lot of the people on Music Row. We, we did work for a, a attorney for a long time, and he actually is just starting to retire, but, um, you know, it's, it's, you're you're very aggressive in in your business and you know oh, and and, and, you. and you move on to the stuff that works and that that's that's what you have to do in in, in business nowadays that's the lifelong that's the, learning you know you can't get stuck that's right you can't, I always you hired... can't get you can't get sleepy and tired or take a day off you know we don't you know we're both entrepreneurs and been in business a long time and you we don't when we're driving down the road, we're thinking about business. We're not thinking about going to the beach mm-hmm. or when my next vacation is. And I know that's the way you are. But I do think it's important to find a balance. And I have been, I think when I was most successful, busy, all the Garth years, I was not really in very much balance. you were so busy. I was very busy. Yeah. And, I, um, and it took that kind of intensity, frankly. Yeah. So I have no regrets about it. But I think as you get older, you realize, you know, your health is important. Your family, your friends are important. You sure. do need to take a break. Sure. Um, because, I, and again, I don't look at it like I'm being a slacker. I think you have to recharge. And your brain needs to recharge. It needs uh, a chance to look at something different, to be somewhere different. You know, I'm going away at the end of the week because I need to do that periodically. Yeah. And I don't make any apologies for it. I love to travel. You know, I would be But gone. you're still thinking of business. Well, because yes. I know you, I know how you are. Well, you're I still was... thinking of your clients and you you never let this stuff, you know, you're always, you know, everything with you is business business. And, and but 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 like with me with cars, it's it, you know, you do have to you know, you're doing it, but you're still thinking of. Mm. That's, so, that's is that it. your passion? You find. I love cars. So that's that. If, if yeah. I was, like, where do you find your happy spot? That would be your obviously probably your cars, family. Yeah. yeah. Cars. Yeah. And, probably cars. So not just renovating the cars, but you, you're enjoying driving them shows and going and, to the shows yeah. and the people you meet at the shows. Yeah, and, I know hundreds and hundreds of people, and you know, my dad today is 89. Hmm. And he's still in amazing shape. My dad is like a freak of nature. That's incredible. And he, he rides a scooter every day. He rides his bicycle every day. And uh, and he's I'm going up there for a car show with him. And he's just a... I love it. You know, he gets around really good and loves cars, you know, like I do. So That's great. We're going up there for like two or three car events, car show, races, and all kinds of stuff. So... But, Good for you. But yeah, but I'm going up to see my mom also. So you know, and we, you know, we do stuff that's that works out good. So. And where do they live? In in Moline. In Moline. Uh, like. so, but yeah. they've been divorced since I was 13. So. Oh, I but see. But they they both they get around good. They're you know. Yeah, my mom has just turned 88. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. She lies about her age though. Yeah. <laughs> now my dad, he just laughs. He's like, I can't believe I'm 89. I talked to him like an hour ago, and he's like, I can't believe I'm 89 years old. Well, well you, know. you know, it's like, I joke about this, but you, 
you know, I just was at an event and I was like, I'm probably the oldest person in this room. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? And I used to be the youngest person in the room and probably the only woman. And it just happens. And I think it's just a number. I don't look at it anything more than that. I mean, my friend Manuel is 90 and he works six days a week. He's amazing. He he and Ophelia just... The guy outside? No, Manuel, the fashion designer. Oh, oh, that, okay, that Manuel. The Manuel. Suevas, yeah. yeah. The Manuel. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's still... I've met him, I know. Oh, he's hysterical. He still has creativity, and he still has a passion. You you know, he used to be in the UA Tower. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because I used to see him, he was actually in the UA Tower and... Um, 1719 West End. I was actually in there also, and he had an office in there too. Because mm-hmm. he kind of he ran from Limeberries, but yeah. He just moved his place out to Bethesda, where he and Ophelia live, yeah. and he built a new building. So he has a showroom and his workshop there. Yeah, it's easier for them. That's you know? cool. So yeah, he's a great yeah. inspiration to me. You know, I just I mean both of them. I love both of them. Yeah. Um, talk about. Do you have a hard time finding employees? What do you look for in employees? If, yeah. you, if people are listening, like, how do you get into this business? What are you looking for? What What should they study? What should they? What kind of tools should they have? Yeah, yeah. I I, I have a real intuition for good people. Like, I can interview somebody in ten seconds. I can know if they're gonna be, you know, somebody that that would make it in this business. And and that that's how I hire people. When I interview them. Your gut. uh, Trust your gut. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't care how much school they've had. I don't care how much, you know, business they've been in or, you know, I can usually tell. And I'm usually right. So, uh, you know, but, yeah, that's a... But, yeah, it is hard to find people right now. Mm -hmm. It's very... it's It's a tough... A lot of these guys that have these, you know, bigger companies than mine, you know, they're they're having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Finding and and the labor, you know, they're bringing in labor from out of the country and you know and <clears throat> stuff like that. So it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, when did you see a shift when when it started to be more difficult? Probably COVID. You know, COVID before you know maybe you know twenty seventeen, eighteen. It may have started getting a little bit harder, but now you know the the you know, I just have a hard time, you know, everybody that wants to be, and it's kind of a bad thing to say, but, you know, the younger generation, when they, when they want to be employed, they just, they just, it's just hard. Mm. It's very. 20 years and a watch and those days are gone. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's sad to, you know, it's just, I've, I went through a couple of younger guys over the past six months and they just, you know, they get in there and they're late every day and they're like, well, that's the way it is. And, you know, and I'm like, no, that's not the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not that way. You know, you have to, you have to get up wanting to work and it's just, it's hard. They're more worried about partying and and, you know, when's my vacation or, you know, and it just doesn't work like that. In business. Well, it's a job. It's not a career. Yeah. They don't look at it as a career. You know, I was talking yeah. to this uh, young man who helped me out. He just finished college and um, I know his family and everything. And his family's like, you need to get a job. 
you know, to get a job. And, he, and you know, he might be for someone for you to talk to, actually. He's really sharp, good-looking guy and everything else. And so I said to him the other day, I said, hey, um, did you make your bed today? That's exactly what I ask people. And he looks at me and he goes, um, and he gets real sheepish. Yeah. He said, no. Yeah. I said, well, why don't you start by making your bed? That's such good advice. I said, because that's just, I mean, he's living with his family still. Yeah. Which I would rather have a stick in my eye and live with my family when I got out of school. Yeah. That, I, I would have been like, oh my goodness. And I said, you're looking for direction. Start there. Yeah. I said, make short-term goals and long-term goals yeah. and do it every day. And your first short-term goal is making your damn bed. Yeah. And I said, guess what? When you start doing that, your family is going to be like, wow, he just made his bed. Because it's their house and you're an adult now. Not a child. That's right. Make your bed. That's right. And it's I, small. It's I love that. That's, 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 and, and you know, somebody, this, this is what I notice the most. It's like, an outpicturing of organization is what it is. Yep. For starters. And, and for the younger generation, I know three or four of my friends that do the same thing. When I interview somebody, I walk them out to their car and look in their car. Yes. I look in their car and I'm like, holy sh should I, I hired a guy here a while back and I hired him, but his car was a disaster and he was a disaster. And I can always tell, you know, by somebody's car, because if somebody's car is all dented up and they don't care and their windshield wiper blades are gone, then they, they just don't have, but, but like what you're saying, make your bed. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 that's the way it is. I Take mean, pride in your appearance. Yeah. I always like, like, do, do people not have mirrors in their house? Yeah. I mean, are you I kidding know. me? You're walking out like that? I, really? I, I totally, totally. And I've had people have BO. Oh, I, I have, and I we've had, had to say, to to let go. Yeah. I need you to please, you know, hello. Yeah. yeah. Take a shower. I've yeah. told people that before. How about it? I, that's that's funny you said that, but yeah, it's it's a very and it can be awkward, but um, come on, yeah, you know. I mean, people don't always see themselves, you know. Not God, I mean, I'm not perfect for goodness' sake. People listen, and go, oh, Pam, you ought to look at yourself. But I just feel like uh, you are your own brand. That's right. And so you've that's got right. like, who are you? What do you stand for? Yeah. And that's what I was trying to say to this kid. And he looked at me and goes, "What do you mean?" I said, well, what do you stand for? What do people think of you? Yeah. And he was really funny because he wants to get in involved in politics, and we have a campaign in Franklin going on right now. And he's going to go to the, he goes, are you going to this event? I said, yeah. He goes, what's it going to be like? I said, be a bunch of people standing around, and then the candidate will talk, and you can ask questions if you want, and that'll be over, and, he, and it's a fundraiser. And he was like, that's it? I'm like, yeah. I said, but if you're interested... You might want might want to go. Yeah. So when he was when I got there, he came a little bit afterwards. So he comes over and starts talking. He goes, "You know what? I've been thinking about what you said, and I'm making my bed." And I said, "Well, good." I said, "You know, it can be very daunting. It can be overwhelming." And I said, "I got out of school, and I didn't have a job right away, and I had a certain amount of pressure about that. So I know how it feels. Yeah. But you're going to do this. You're going to do this, and you just put it out there. Just keep casting your net out there." to work yep. and you'll find the right solution 
Yep, that's that's exactly. And I said, and don't smoke so much dope. I told him uh, that, because I was like, you know what? There's I'm not there's no judgment on people who smoke dope, but I was married to somebody who smoked way too much dope, and he was really a smart guy, and it ended our marriage because uh, he had so much inertia, mm-hmm. you know, after a while, and there's an apathy, yep. and it can kind of you kind of numb yourself if you're not careful. And so from my perspective, I'm just, I don't want anything in my life that's going to control me. Do I drink? Yes, I drink in moderation. But I just have seen so many people's lives destroyed from it, you know, Uh, over and over again. I see it all. I see it every day. I see clients of mine. I see friends of mine, you know, drunk. And, you know, I'm, I'm usually the one that's that's going to a bar and not drinking or, you know, I might drink a little bit my wife once in a while yeah. or something. Yeah, or dinner not, or whatever, you know. You know. Yeah, I had Somebody had a dinner party last night and I had a little bit to do, yeah. but, but not a lot. Exactly. And, but, but yeah, that's that's such a such a hindrance on life, I think, you know, but... but It creeps up on you, too. And it's also like, it's empty calories. You want to, if you want to be healthy, yeah. don't drink a lot because it will, it just packs on the calories. It packs right. on, for most people, if, if yeah. as you get older, your metabolism typically slows yeah. down a bit. But anyway, um, I always ask my guests advice, mm-hmm. life advice, business advice that maybe you would like to share or someone gave you. I mean, we've talked about some of your philosophy of life now. I mean, do you are you a, consider yourself a spiritual person or? I am. I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm not. I probably don't go to church as much as as possible. But when I was a kid, I was an acolyte, and I actually wear a St. Christopher medal, and you know, I'm close to my family, and you know, and that type of thing. But you know, as far as advice, I I I um I'm not I'm not you know, one for, you know, big sayings or, you know, stuff like that. But, but I, my life is, is revolved around work and cars. And, you know, as far as work goes, you know, people, they, they have to love what they do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love what I do. I mean, I love the computer industry, but, but I'm probably more, um, I wake up, you know, during the day, go to sleep thinking about work. And you are know, you a workaholic, Chris? Oh, I'm a workaholic, bad. How does your and wife feel about that? She's she doesn't like it, but you know that's that's why we have two houses and she's kind of <laughs> down in Gulf Shores most of the time. And, you know, but sometimes I, you need to put your feet in the sand, dude, and I, go down I and know. enjoy. But but it's it's uh, you know I, I we we get away, but. You know, and I do car shows. That's kind of my relaxation, and mm-hmm. you know. But I work seven days a week. You know, mm. and it's just it'll probably kill me one day. But you know, that's. that's but you're uh, happy. Yeah, I mean, I I wake up and you know I'm I'm happy with what we do. You know, and business has its cycles. You know, sometimes it's slower, sometimes it's rougher. You know, but I've made payroll for you know thirty some years and. You know, it's not it's, easy to do. No, that's, that's great. You know, people, people that go in and get, you know, I sold, I sold out once in 2008 and I actually got a check. I walked in and they're like, they're like, here's your check. I was like, God, this is a novel idea. 
somebody hands you a paycheck. Yeah. Like it's crazy. And no, I don't get a paycheck either. I, I mean, know, I, I know you don't. It's just you, you just do. I no. mean, I'm making money and I have investments and yeah. stuff, but yeah, I haven't very long time since I've gotten a paycheck. Exactly, and and and, and it's one of those things that you just, uh, God, you know, we're thinking about payroll all the time. I mean, oh, I know absolutely. you are. I'm the last on person. Mondays, I'm thinking about payroll on Friday. Last person to eat, man. Exactly. Last person to eat. You let everybody, exactly. and, and then you get the you get the wing. You get everybody That's else. Right. You know, they're going to get like the breast and the thighs yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's just, yeah. and and also I think the kind of business that you, you are in and I am in, you put your clients first. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's all about customer service. How do you elevate people? Yeah. And, you know, I, and thank you for your kind words about me because it's certainly not necessary. And I, I, I'm always shocked when people <laughs> say, Oh, you do a good job, Pam. I mean, I just, I always assume you have to kind of, you know, you wake up in the morning and you got to start fresh. You can't yep. rest on your laurels at all. Yep. I mean, I'm proud of what I've done in the no past. No complacency. You can't, man. You know. None. You have to. You have to. Man, you got to be. You got to be like a farmer. You know. You, you got. You got to go out there and plant it. You know. You got to take care of it and, Cultivate. and fertilize it. Yep. yep. And, and then and then bring it all in. You know. And that that that's the that's the thing about business. And and you know people. I, I, I guess one bit of advice for smaller businesses, people that work for them, you know, think about you in their shoes. You know, we're, we're not out just partying, you know, and, and doing stuff. You know, we have a lot of worries and a lot of, you know, but, you know, you take somebody that's that's not really been in a business and they've got a check for 40 years, you know, they don't have a quarter of the worries, you know. that's the, Yeah. And I'm not dogging that, but I'm just saying it's a it's a... It's, it's rough. Well, I, I enjoy being my own boss, and yep. you do too. And, do too. and there's a certain amount of risk that goes along with that, but also freedom. Yep. And it's sort of like the difference between renting and owning. Yep. If you own, you're building equity. Yep. But, you know, I mean, I'm having four buildings here on Music Row, and I've had painting crews and repair crews for two weeks because you, that's what you have to do when you own businesses right. and you own buildings. I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I mean, I haven't rented in, oh my goodness, Ever. decades I have not rented. Well, yeah. I did in New York City, of course, when I lived. And when I first moved here, I did. And then the f as soon as I could, I bought a house because that was what you did. You wanted to build equity. And I yeah. had a goal. I'm going to buy a house and own a house before I'm 25. Yeah. And I did it. So it doesn't happen magically. It, it, yeah. it wouldn't happen if I was going out to eat all the time or I was... You know, if I wanted something to drink, I'd buy a bottle of wine and I'd stay home and I'd have people over. I wouldn't go out and yep. hang out at the bar because that gets expensive. That's right. And then you got to drive home and you got to make sure you don't get stopped and all that kind of other crazy stuff that happens sometimes. Yep. You know. So I'm a, I'm kind yep. of I'm a very pragmatic person. I'm a dreamer, but I'm pragmatic at the same time. You know. Yep. And you're one of the rocks on Music Row. That, that, that that's one of the things I've always looked up to you because you own you know these places around here so you know that's and and you're you you've been down here you've been through it all yeah you know been through the the good times the slow times the you know that's the whole thing about you know you you've well so. i think it's consistency it's about showing up yeah and it's it's like if you go to the gym once a month you're not going to see results yeah. 
you got to do it consistently. You got to, if you eat a good meal once a week and you eat junk food the rest of the time, you're, it's going to be reflected in yeah. the way you look. Yeah. So it's the same thing about life. It's like, how consistent are you? Yeah. Are you consistent in the way you treat people? Are you consistent in the way that you treat yourself? Do you have balance in your life? And it sounds really corn and stupid, but it, it just, you just go back. My dad used to teach tennis lessons. And he would always say, go back to your fundamentals. Go back to your fundamentals. When when people were missing shots, and he would tell you how to stand properly and how to hold a racket and everything. And I, I remember my father's words. Yeah. And um, anyway, uh, yeah. if people want to reach you, how do they reach you? Uh, our website address is www.cciustn.com. Um, or you can give us a call, 615-928. 2438, and that's our office in Lebanon, and uh, best way to get all of us. Chris, you are delightful. So are you. Thank you so much. You made my day. Thanks Thank for listening much. to Applaudable Perspectives.